earliest memories, I've been obsessed with Halloween. Yeah. And everything's the best holiday. My mom, when we were, when I was a kid, she'd throw all the parties, the school parties would come, people, all the kids would come over and we'd make like monsters out of like newspaper with balloons and stuff and masks. And we put dry ice in the pool and like, you know, all the, we do bobbing for apples and all the kids would come over and we do, you know, we do trick or treating from our house. And like, it was such a ritual, you know, and it was a month long ritual. Kids would come over on the weekends and carve pumpkins with us. And like, so as I got older, it was something that, that I, I was just, it became a ritual for me. Um, and part of that was the music. And I think that was one of the things, one of the, the quickest points of connection of deep cuts in myself when we first started working together was our mutual love for horror, spooky, yeah. Halloween, um, and, and the different parts of, of Halloween, which, you know, range from like horror and gore and really hardcore stuff to like really like fun friendly campy you know kids movies Welcome to a very, uh, (laughs) I love, I love that you have a skull right now. That's so great. Guys, I'm super fucking pumped for this episode. Uh, We have uh, amazing guests with us tonight. Welcome uh, from Lovecraft, Little Pumpkin and Deep Fucking Cuts. Uh, I'm so, you you guys are incredible. Like I, I. You're like, that beat was incredible. Who made that beat? That um, is, uh, her name is Melody. And um, she's an artist from DC. I actually met her doing, I was doing stand up at the improv and we went to some weird fucking like after party thing uh, that Tony Woods took me to like in the middle of the night or whatever. And she was there and we just wound up hitting it off. And uh, I found out that she did some mixed some music and did a bunch of other shit like that. And then during the pandemic, when I started this, I was like, Hey, would you want to make a fucking intro music? And she was like, absolutely. And she knew immediately what to do. That was hot. Yeah, that was fucking great. She was she was a lot of. You know what I was thinking too when the intro was running? I was like, well, like obviously, like I I feel fully like aligned with your intro, but like, what if like all of a sudden the intro started started showing like images that like were totally crazy, like super, (laughs) and you're like, and then you're like, and and the podcast that you're like, what? (laughs) 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 I just kept thinking like the most offensive things I could think of that were like. And they're like, and here they are. And you're like, huh? It was like a good skin. I swear to you, that's what, like, when I have, like, other guests on, when I have, like, older guests that are, like, you know, from the entertainment world or whatever that are probably not too familiar with anything, when I have them on, I feel really bad because they're like, what? I just see their face like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, what is that intro? Did I sign up for? And I'm just like, oh, sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Really good. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so much fun. I kind of wish I had a camera for the backstage part just to see people's like, can I exit this real quick? <laughs> or, like, on the phone. <laughs> so good. It was so yeah. Good. Thanks, man. But how did you guys wind up meeting? How'd you wind up hooking up? How the hell did you know that you'd be able to create this stuff like together? Cause it's, you got to admit, like when you find somebody that you sync up with creatively, it's kind of like a miracle. You know what I mean? Like, and you guys seem to mesh really, really well together. We got set up on a writing session, right? 
Mm. Yeah, we did. We're songwriters. Well, <laughs> we do a lot of things, but we are right. the core of what we do as songwriters. We create from from nothing. We were ma- we're magicians. We're alchemists. Right, right. Um, but um, we, uh, um, me and Deep Cuts, who's uh, goes by the who's goes by the artist and uh, stage name of MNDR, mm-hmm. um, we got set up on a on a writing session together to to write for. Did we have an artist we were writing for? Or it was just like a write. It was just a writing session. No, but. F- for maybe a year, I would say one out of every four sessions I would do, someone will go, have you ever worked with Evan Bogart? And I'm like, no, I haven't worked with Evan Bogart yet. And then they would be like, you guys would really, really go on. Because we have so much shared interests and, you know, yeah. and and we get along really well. And, and uh, yeah, we were like brother and sister from day one. Oh my from God. day one. We, we wrote a song called OK. That's what I remember. <laughs> Well, did we really? That's amazing. <laughs> but how's the song? It's okay. Can you st- wait? You wrote a song called "Okay." Is it out anywhere? Can you yeah. stream it? Or you just wrote it for each other. No, like we wrote it, and like no one recorded it. No, it's like yeah. it's a, it's on the it's on our it's on our cutting room floor, or whatever. Oh, whatever. Really the music music my, my hard drive hits. That's what I call yeah, it. Hard, hard drive hits. Yeah, hard. It's on our hard, hard drive. drive. When All stuff right. winds up on the cutting room floor, are you guys good at walking away from it? Or is it in the back of your head, like constantly, like, this is gold. Why won't anybody buy this? I used to it, not be. I, I used to hang on to songs for a long time. Like, it used, they used to eat me alive from the inside. Like, why right. is everybody recording these? These are so good. And then, like, yeah. three years later, I'll go back and listen to it and be like, oh, my God, that's fucking terrible. I know. Like, every, every time, every time. But like, I will, I will say, there's probably like a half dozen to ten songs that I'm still like, I can't believe no one still caught this. And I usually, and I send them to people, and they're like, "This is amazing. Why, why isn't anyone cut this?" And I'm like, "Right, right." And they're like, some of them are like eight years old. Like, yeah. yeah. There's, there's a few that I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm right on. They just have to find the right artist sometimes. Um, sure. But most of the time, in you always love the stuff you're writing in the moment and given some space from it, you come back to it and you're like, wow, that's really terrible. I understand why no one recorded that. It was a really shitty idea. Have you ever had to yeah. fight for something against like, like another artist and be like, no, trust me, this is going to work. And then it did like, like, and you got it through. It, that, the fight, the fight is to me, like when you go, when you go to the map for it, you kind yeah. of play yourself. I feel like you got to be like, you got to be like smoking in the boys' room, cool kids on the playground style. Like, yeah, man. Right. Anytime I've tried to like, anytime I try to be like, you're wrong, dude. This is a nerd. It always just. It never uh, I, I have the actual, I have the opposite thing where I've, I've gone to the mat to, to, to try to tell people that this song isn't that good. You shouldn't record it. <laughs> and, and, and they're like, no, no, it's our single. It's our single. And I'm like, it's not going to do anything. And then it doesn't. And I'm like, I knew, mm. I already knew, I already knew. Like, but like, but like, I'm glad, I'm glad for, like, maybe I'm wrong. Right. Maybe it's right. Gonna be a massive hit. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Um, so I'm cool with them doing it. But like in my heart, I'm like, I, I knew that there was, gonna, it was, it was a flop. I only have one song that there's an A&R at a major label, uh, remain anonymous, remain anonymous, remain anonymous. <laughs> that will just call me out of nowhere and just be like, that song is a hit. And I'll be like, Oh, it's my favorite thing. All right, man. <laughs> talking to you. 
No, my, my, <laughs> my, my favorite thing that a record label says oh, to songwriters, I want to write a book like like things record labels say to songwriters. My favorite thing a record label says to songwriters, or one of my favorite things is, um, this song is a smash. And you're like, oh my God. And they're like, I wish I had somebody who could cut it right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, what? What do you mean? It's a smash. You cut it on anyone. And they're like, I just don't have anybody for it. My song, it's a hit song. I just don't have the right artist for it. Oh my God. That's yeah, infuriating. That's I was in a I was in a network meeting once and a guy, we were like, they, they, they built me up, you know, they loved the pilot that I wrote, whatever was going on. We went to like two, three meetings. We get down to like the last meeting where I think I'm finally gonna get told, like, hey, we're gonna pick it up. And he goes, and he just goes to me, you know, it'd be great. Honestly, the one thing this needs is if we had like a Will Smith backing <laughs> it. And I and I literally went like I got so deflated, but I went like, do you I said, did you honestly think if I had a Will Smith, I would be here right yeah, now? Yeah, amazing. Like, yeah, you right? Call, call that dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no problem, man. Oh, I didn't know that was like the last like thing that yeah. in here. Yeah, why'd you tell me that was the piece of the puzzle I was missing? I had no idea. That's so I, I had one song that was like um, not to go down the the sad sallies of songwriters, but um, one of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite sad tales of songwriters. One of my favorite moments was, you have this song, dun, 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 and it's like, Pink want, wants to cut it and Dua Lipa, but Dua Lipa isn't famous yet, and you, and the and the 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 person who was advising me was like, the blue. <laughs> Who's a very successful manager? The quote was, "They took it, Dua Lipa, to radio too quick, and they blew it. And it's tore. I would not, under any circumstances, give her a song." Wow! Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. That, that, that for sure. Batting zero. That's, <laughs> that's wait, so let me go over. I want to. I want to just run through a list of people that you've written songs for because John gave me this incredible list. So, um, uh, Teenage Dream, Halo. Oh, no, these are the songs. Teenage Dream, Halo, I Don't Feel Like Dancing, Bang, 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 Levitating, SOS, Dynamite, Dark Horse. Am I miss? I know I'm missing more, but you've written for Beyonce, Rihanna, Katy Perry, Mark Ronson, Dua Lipa, Lizzo. I mean, the list. I fucking... mean, the whole, I mean that, that encompasses our entire Lovecraft collective. So, yeah, it's, yeah. More, it's obviously just more than, than Deep Cuts and myself. Um, but yeah, I mean, a handful, of those hits are, a, handful, a handful of those hits are ours mm -hmm. uh, specifically. Um, but we've written, yeah, I mean, that's what we do. We, 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 uh, we're professional songwriters. Nice well, but, so, but this particular style, when you do the Lovecraft, obviously the Lovecraft stuff has its own kind of sound and vibe to it. What was it that drew you to that kind of thing in the beginning? Did you start out going, this is exactly the kind of, uh, a thing we want to, we want to lead gear towards yeah, or. So, I mean, like we're like, like you just said, like, you know, so we've been writing songs for, forever mm -hmm. um, but equally as long if not longer because definitely longer since since i was the earliest memories i've been obsessed with halloween yeah and everything's the best holiday my yeah. mom when we were when i was a kid she'd throw all oh, the parties the school parties would come people all the kids would come over and we'd make like monsters out of like newspaper with balloons and stuff oh. and masks and we put dry ice in the pool and like you know all the and we'd do bobbing for apples and all the kids would come over and we do you know, we do trick or treating from our house, and like it was such a ritual, you know, and yeah. it was a month long ritual. Kids would come over on the weekends and carve pumpkins with us, and like so. As I got older, it was something that that I I was just it became a ritual for me, um, and part of that was the music, and I think that was one of the thing one of the the 
quickest points of connection of deep cuts in myself when we first started working together was our mutual love for horror, spooky, yeah. Halloween, um, and and the different parts of of Halloween, which you know range from like horror and gore and really hardcore stuff to like right. really like fun, friendly, campy, you know, kids movies. Mm -hmm. I, love, I love it all. And um and uh and then when we one day it just kind of it kind of hit us um that we should be making the Halloween music. <laughs> I mean no like seriously like it, it yeah. was it was kind of like we've been listening to the same music for Halloween if you think about it, mm -hmm. at, the, for at least 40 years, right? Yeah, absolutely. Ghostbusters, crazy. You know, somebody's watching me. Yes. Um, right? Like anything like Oingo Boingo, Warren Zevon, or like yeah. the Ramones, like all the songs that get repurposed for Halloween, Michael Jackson. And then if you go all the way back to like the iconic, iconic, you know, Monster Mash is like 70 years old. Right. And you have to think like every year people just doesn't, they're refreshing the same songs over and over and over and over and over again. And we felt as, as, um, as hit songwriters in our own, we felt like it was our duty to soundtrack the next generation of Halloween lovers. Nice. Um, and we just felt like it was our calling. So that's what we did. That's yeah. Good. It's also like Evan and I would like once July hit, there's LA kind of starts to like pot, like spooky, spooky goes early here and it's yeah. going earlier and earlier. And Evan and I would be like 1960s Beatles girl when they'd like announce all the haunts and stuff. We'd be like, ah! like, gotta get like tickets and like bugging out, like going to the child's play. Ah! <laughs> like, like, I'll get mad when Evan will text me before I'll get to him about, oh my God, oh my God, we gotta do it. Like, tickets, we gotta get on the list in the VIP for this. Like, like, oh my God. We're like, if we're this psycho, what was, what was so about, and what was so crazy about it? music for it what was so crazy about is we like we went to our our like te support teams and we were like we're gonna do music for halloween and they were like what they're like that's not a thing like christmas <laughs> like people do music for christmas we're gonna do it for halloween and um and then we did we we made an album in 2019 called this is halloween volume one which we called because we thought you know kind of in like a compilation form we were trying to figure out like what is the sound of halloween and what we right. the answer was everything there's so many different sounds of halloween music. yeah you know like new wave to you know up tempo dark pop to um you know throwback soul to dubstep to yeah rock to i mean score i mean there's there's i mean you could just go you know rap everything right so like every genre embodies something about a halloween that we loved and we grew up on so we tried to make an album that paid homage to all the different sounds of Halloween, and so we called it "This is This is Halloween," which is I love that. Because like, what is Halloween? This is Halloween. I right, right. But, and you fucking nailed it with that album, though. Thanks. And then, anyway, and then, and then people started. People like loved it, which was mm -hmm. crazy, right? Yeah. Like, people started calling us to like license it and put in like TV shows and like right. Spotify. And then our yeah. People were, it's crazy. Like it, yeah. it, it, it like, took off and everyone was like, wow, people are really hungry for Halloween music. What's your biggest, what's your biggest draw like in, of inspiration when you're creating uh, Halloween music? Is there one thing you look for? Do you rewatch a bunch of your old favorite movies? Like what, what kind of things are you uh, drawing from? Candy corn, probably. <laughs> yeah. You I just mean, eat enough of it until you get high off of candy corn somehow. Yeah. Low key, high key, like I watch something horror or horror adjacent 
every night all year all, all year round. Uh, I, so my, it's like it, 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 like, I, I get it. like a, a horror nerd. Like, yeah, but like D D C and D level. Like she knows she's an encyclopedic knowledge of the deepest cuts of horror movies where the name came from of horror movies <laughs> that you could ever think of. She has seen horror movies that we you didn't even know were made. Mo oh, and I, in fact, I think the directors probably forgot they made it. But and she has it all on stored on hard drives. It's very oh, God. That's fucking awesome. I need yeah, to get yeah. like a lit. My friends and I specifically seek. I, I love horror. But we have, I have a couple friends, some who don't go near it, but we will also drag them in to like, like, no, 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 no. You got to fucking watch this. It's super yeah. old. It's kind of kind of whatever. Just to like not freak them out. But I we love any kind of horror movies, all especially like the really like bad ones. Um, just, just the ones that like everybody else thinks are unwatchable. We will fucking seek that shit out, make sure everybody watches it. And I get bummed out like around spooky season, if not enough, like shit comes out on Netflix or, or not enough, like streaming stuff comes out where I can watch like some genuine, like harsh shit. Cause I'll watch it all year round. And it's like mm -hmm. one of my favorite genres ever to like deep dive into. Um, it's but there's awesome. like, yeah. I get stressed out during spooky season cause, cause of all of the stuff that comes out. I'm like, how do I... <laughs> When am I going to have time to watch all of this? This is yeah. so much stuff to watch. Same. We text about it. Like Evan and I are like with our partner, Norman Crates, are connected, talking about Halloween all day, especially during high spooky season. And then nice. and then, as if there's downtime ever, Evan and I are like dorking out about, um, dude, I, did you watch this on like the Shutter original, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, it's on my list. Like So like, fucking good. It's a true passion. Do you, guys, passion. do you guys do any of that? My friends and I used to do weird new, because I'm in New Jersey. So we used to do the weird New Jersey stuff when we were younger and like try to scare the shit out of each other and like go to these crazy, like, you know, haunted, whatever. But we went to um, one called uh, Lambertville High School. Have you ever heard about that one? No, we uh, want to do East Coast haunts really you, bad. Oh my God. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send you a fucking list, man. Of, of places I've been and places I haven't gotten to go yet. There's so much crazy shit out over here. It's nuts. Oh man, we definitely want to do an East Coast run. Yeah, you got to do it. I get you. I have still have like all their magazines and all these books stuff like that. Lambertville wasn't even in one of them. Lambertville was a high school that burned down in the 30s with the kids inside it. And then fucking in like 1980 something on the same exact day burned down again. And then they just was like, they condemned it. They never opened it back up again. But like all this crazy shit, like it was up on a hill. So you would have to like drive to like the border of Pennsylvania a New Jersey. And then like you would meet, you would take this weird fucking right turn and you would just drive straight up this hill all the way up to this abandoned high school. And like, it was, it was fucking crazy, but we wound up getting chased like the Scooby-Doo kids by a dude in a truck when we were trying to leave. And it was, and I have it all on video, every piece went, of footage. I went to, um, I went to the, this place called the trans Allegheny lunatic asylum in Weston, oh. West Virginia. And it's literally I've known you for like twelve. What I don't yeah, know yeah. about this. <laughs> I, was, I was on. I was on tour. I was on tour. I was on tour. Wait, I was, I was on tour with me, and we were coming over. We were coming over from Canada, and the cust the customs agent was like, "Where are you guys going?" And we're like, "Well, we have to stop in." We have is this the video? We did the video. No, no, no. This is totally different. The customs, the customs agent was like, where are you guys going? Well, like, well, we're, we're heading to wherever, Detroit or wherever we're heading. Right, I forget where we're heading. But we're heading there. And they're like, but we have a day off. We have to stop in West and West Virginia. And he goes, oh, 
Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. And we're like, what? And he's like, yeah, that's where the Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum is. And we're like, what is it? Like, it used to, it's an abandoned lunatic asylum. What it's massive. It? And it's the only thing in that town. And we're like, oh, weird. So we, we're like, whatever. So we pull it to the motel. We stay we at this motel on tour, this band I'm with. And yeah. there's a cemetery next to the motel, right? Which is kind of crazy anyway, right? So awesome. it's a motel cemetery. And across the highway is like this mall that has like four restaurants. And the four restaurants are like called Chinese, steaks, <laughs> pizza and pasta, and buffet, and buffet. Those are the four restaurants. That's the name of the restaurants. So we all decide we're going to eat at pizza and pasta because that's the safest bet. Worst pizza ever and pasta ever. And then afterwards, like, well, what are we going to do? Are we going to hang out in the motel by the cemetery? And we're like, no, let's go find the Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. So we all piled into the Sprinter van and went looking for the Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. And we found it down this really long road of like trees on either side, right? Mm -hmm. Like totally out of a movie. We pull up in the, into this dirt driveway and it's massive. I mean, like Buckingham Palace, like the most biggest thing you've ever seen ever. And we're walking around outside, right? On the, on the outside area. You can't really get in. Someone did a, a door wouldn't open. And all of a sudden, you see like flashlights inside. And like we listen and we hear people talking there. And we, and we thought either there's like some sort of like stay over tour that you can do or like maybe it was like a haunt like one of those haunt tv shows or something that was like you know like ghost adventures or something like that. right there's um, a new, you know. and we were like we're like all right let's get out of here let's get out of here so we go back get in the sprinter and it won't start the sprinter's like Ju -ju -ju -ju. it's Ju -ju. easy i'm like, I'm like, I'm like this is literally we're literally in a horror movie right now it won't start. Ju -ju -ju. i'm like come on man start it she had this like this big tour manager named Paul, who was like Paul Bunyan, and I was like, Paul, start the start the sprinters. Like, Turn, man, fine. And it's like wigging out. <laughs> Finally, it was like, Vroom! and we like scared out of there. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh my god. Yeah. Hi, my, my name's my name's Little Pumpkin, and I weirdly haven't shared the story with Deep Cuts. I just thought about it. when he was telling the story about the school. I it reminded me of the Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. Oh, that's fucking! I, I love the name, man. That is a great name. It's crazy, right? Well, I actually went to an abandoned hospital here in, in East LA, where that's that's what Deep Cuts was talking about, where we oh, shot yeah. a music video. Uh, it was during October. It was where they it it, it had been like a, a set where they had been that shooting crazy. a lot of TV shows, like Walking Dead and things like that. Nice. Yeah, and well, that pick. Yeah, well, no, no, and they they um they uh. So they, they shoot things there, right? Not mm -hmm. people, but like videos and stuff. And um, uh, although they, although it used to be a hospital for gang violence, so they probably did shoot people. <laughs> that wasn't the point of the story. Anyway, the the uh, we sh we do this whole music video there, and a few days later, right? Mm -hmm. And by the way, every ghost. If you go online, you're like uh, Linda Vista, Ghost Adventures, Ghost Hunters. They've all done episodes there. So it's like oh, famous nice. for being haunted, right? It's a famous place for being haunted. Mm -hmm. So there's a picture that comes out of the, I don't know if you can see it, but there's a, I bet you have oh, a I... background. Hold on, let me take a look. Okay. Um, there's a picture that, that so we're looking at the B-roll of the pic, of the stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, and uh, the this picture comes up, right? And we're looking at the B-roll and I'm like, what is those lights behind that? I'm like, where was that? Oh, that's yeah. yeah. That was the chapel on the third floor in front of a forest. There's nothing behind it. Well, where are the lights coming from? There's right. lights in the back of the picture. And as we zoomed in on the picture, right? Yeah. We notice this. Like, that. Character. 
Holy fucking shit. Loading three Yo. three stories in the air on the third floor outside of the window. Look, you can see the <laughs> Holy shit, dude. You see the curves of the chin, yeah. the chin and everything. Isn't that oh crazy? Oh my God. That Literally, is fucking I, I promise you behind that window is just miles of forest. There's nothing back there. There's no, there's no structure. There's no, no one back there. Nothing. There's nothing that that could be except for what that is. Wow. Right. It's so freaky. Oh and my God. Dude, I fucking love shit like that, man. That is incredible. You guys have to come out this way and we have to do so. I'm, I'm including myself because I don't, I'll be, I'll drive the van, whatever you guys need me to do. But we got to do some baby shit. Two, two, I want to stay in Lizzie. What do you say? Do you want to babysit two toddlers while we go? To <laughs> That's a little bit above my fright level. I'm not. I'm not prepared or ready to be that kind of an adult yet. That is the scariest thing I've done so far. Yeah, you've tapped into a, a a very very frightening. Yeah, no, I can't do that. Yeah. Um. But that is. Uh. I want. I always wanted to stay in Lizzie Borden's house, but no, not one of my friends will do it. Have you yeah, seen that new show on, Net, on? Is it Netflix? The one with the haunters? It's like a competition show. Yeah, no. the twenty-eight days. No, we're, I'm going to start it tonight. Uh, Norman Crates was like not down to watch it, but we watched Terrifier last night, which is oh, Shrekensy two, awesome. two, no, because nope. I've never watched one. Okay, here's a oh, weird. It's so good. I, I I never watch one because sometimes I'm snobby about my C minus horror movies. I'm like weirdly <laughs> snobby about them. Like I have, and I was like, sometimes I don't like the new C minus horror style because it looks too like, it's always like I'm on my phone and like, it's a POV of my phone. And I thought it was going to be a POV phone, phone style one. And yeah, I was like, sucks. I was like, I'd rather just watch like like Maniac or just some like weird whatever April Fool's Day, just some like dumb stuff or whatever. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Like, and I watched it, and I like a small it, a small tear of of like gorish, like uh, satisfaction came down my my dark soul. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I did see that Terrifier Two has made has made like. Yes. Really point point point. Or something, right? Yeah, it terrifier is such well done exploitation piece of art I've ever seen. That's modern. It is on par with a with what I imagine um, Quentin Tarantino would do if he did Ooh. exploitation horror on a yeah. very limited budget. Absolutely, very well done. It was do you prefer fun. Do you prefer a limited budget when it comes to horror? Well, I, that's what I kind of like love about the schlocky horror is that mm -hmm. it like it, it's like a bunch of a bunch of dogs. Like think about Sam Raimi and Evil Dead and what they did with that. Oh yeah, and, like and then the music's always awesome because it's like one of their weird noise friends is like, I'll do it. I'm into metal and whatever. You know what I mean? And then so everything about it just like amplifies to awesome level because no one's in it for the money. They're right. all in it because they're weird. Yes, equals success. That entertainment industry the cover, the cover down there the unmasked cover the what is it? oh yeah yeah yeah, the unmasked weird one that yeah that is awesome. fucking sick isn't that, isn't that bruce yeah. yeah that's bruce campbell that's bruce sick it's yeah. fucking awesome dude talk about evil dead yeah, yeah i know it's like that was oh man that was always one of my favorites too do you guys i i have like uh this is uh, this is probably gonna be the most controversial question i ask you and you can say you don't want to answer it Ooh. but um Basically, Hocus Pocus 2, pure horseshit, right? No, I'm just kidding. That is, but that is, <laughs> like, no, well, did you guys. Pumpkin signs off right I'm now. I'm kidding. That's not, what do you say? Pumpkin signs off. Bye. Okay, I know. 
Uh, look, I, look, look, I haven't, real, I haven't seen it yet, actually. Okay, so to be real, like, I, I'm a huge Hocus Pocus fan. Me too. Right, and us having, so we have a song in Hocus Pocus too. Do you know that? Right. No, right. I didn't know that. Yeah. So the placement of our song in the movie is incredible. Like, yeah. Okay. We should send cases of champagne to the music supervisor and the director, right? Because uh, right. Literally, the minute. 13 minutes into the movie when they go from like flashback Salem to like present day Salem, it's like our song for like a minute plus, right? So I so got to see the highest spooky honors. So John told me ahead of time, but I got to see that. And that's the only, that's what I want to tell you. That's the only thing that makes me want to watch the full movie was seeing that clip with your song in it. Yeah. Because I was really like, like I didn't want it to ruin my, like I, I didn't, I didn't know that. Like at first I didn't know your song was in it. And then I talked to John, obviously. But like at first, I was like, I can't do it because if this ruins, I'm such a huge fan of the first one. If this ruins, I'll give you, my, I'll give you my honest review as somebody who's a please this fanatic. Right. Um, I thought there were definitely moments I really liked in it. Okay. Right. I thought what what I missed in two that I loved in one was the, the kind of innocent dumb love story of like the uh. teenagers. There's no love story in two. And I think if they did the love story again, I think people, they'd probably get criticism the other way. Like, oh, you guys already did this story. So in, the, in Hocus Pocus 2, the story is friendship. Oh, okay. It's like the bond of sisterhood, right? Right, right. So it's like three friends and there's like, you know, one's not friends with the two anymore. And like, they're trying to, you know, they, they're like, you know, it's high school. So like they've clicked, one has a boyfriend and doesn't talk to her old friends anymore. And the old friends are kind of into like witchcraft and Wiccan and like okay. that kind of stuff like that. Right. And, and so, and then it all becomes down to like, I don't want to end the, ruin the movie, but there's like a whole thing about the sisters later. And, and the preface is in old Salem about the sisters and the bond they had when they were basically sent, uh, you know, sent away from the, some from Salem sure. and had to live go live in the forest. Right. When they were little oh. kids and they became witches. Right. And oh, that's so, sweet. So a little, I like the backstory of how mm -hmm. they became witches and how they became a co their coven. Sweet. And there are moments that I really like in there, but the sisterhood story doesn't have, doesn't, didn't pull the same way as the, as like the, the, the virgin who's looking out for his little sister who lights the black flame candle and like has a crush on the cool girl and he's right. like out of town. Like that, that storyline in one is just better. Than yeah. The, yeah. It, it I, but you couldn't have but, copied it. If you re repeated it, they'd be like, oh, they just phoned it in. They just copied the same movie. Oh, totally. 100%. And, and that makes me that makes me feel like I even want I want to see it more, though. Because that was one of those things. Like, I was just, like, totally resistant to it. My friends had kind of seen it. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. And then I got to see the minute that you're, you guys had that song in there. And I was like, ah. <laughs> I was like, like, I, like, it's worth watching. Yeah. It's worth watching it. But going into it, knowing, like, most, I mean, pick pick a movie that was ever as good as the original. Godfather 2. Right. That's it. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, you're right. Sorry, Terminator 2. T2. T2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Godfather 2 and Terminator 2. It's hard. It's hard to find them. Yeah. It's hard to find a movie. Like, like it, I'll watch Ghostbusters 2, but yeah. come on, it's not Ghostbusters. Oh, no, absolutely not. Right? Like, I'll still watch it. Like, I've okay. learned, I've learned, I've grown to love Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. Now, um, not the, not Afterlife, not the other ones, but yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll grow to love those eventually, but Ghostbusters 2, I've grown to love. The problem with Afterlife, sorry, the problem with the go, the new one that just came out, where, mm. right? Where it's the grandkids and the desert and stuff like that. Is, yeah, yeah. I fell asleep. It's not fun. It's not, not that, at all. That's the problem, right? That's what, so like the, go Hocus Pocus 2 isn't Hocus Pocus 1 because there's no love story, right? Right. 
Ghostbusters Afterlife isn't Ghostbusters 1 or 2 because it's not a comedy. Right. The first two were fucking hysterical. Even if yep. 2 wasn't as funny as 1, it was still funny. Yeah. And it's not, it's it, like... Yeah. How do you have Paul comedy. Rudd and you don't utilize him? Yeah. That feels... Yeah. Same. Yeah, Paul Rudd was in. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be great, fucking Paul yeah. Rudd." And then you don't use him for what he's the most the, Paul and Rudd the about. The only scene that's funny, there's just in the grocery store, is in the trailer. Yes, absolutely. I know. Yeah, and then they 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 blew it in the trailer. That was yeah. hilarious, though. Yeah. yeah, that's a great and fucking they, scene. What they did, what they did was they were like, "Oh, we're gonna do Stranger Things." Yeah, yeah. I, with the cast of Stranger. With things. the cast of Stranger Things. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what was your what, <laughs> what was your <laughs> What was it growing up? What was your like Halloween like go tos when you were kids? Like, what would you what did you grow up on? Like, as far as movies? Yeah, movies, TV shows. Because I used to have a VHS. This is how much I love. Huh? I used to have a VHS. Because one one year I sat in front of my VCR, popped a blank tape in, and when they were doing like marathon Halloween shit, I just found it in like the TV guide and recorded like every cartoon special um uh, all the movies i could find or whatever like on one vhs tape yeah cartoon halloween cartoon specials i mean man i just I, I was, yeah. yeah i lived like in the middle i mean i'm from north dakota so it was like okay. we would i, I love it so everyone's like all right all right all right you know when you're watching you know when during the winter you're watching the news and they're like and and today the lowest temperature in north in the united states is negative 48 degrees and blah 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 north dakota that's where that's where oh yeah <laughs> pumpkin always sends me a screenshot and he's like i'm like yep you did it again lowest <laughs> temperature <laughs> um we we would travel to like so the we would rent, dating myself, proud of it. We would drive to a gas station where you could rent VHS tapes. Oh, nice. Like, yeah, like, and we would go there and it would no, no shit be like 45 below. Probably not in October, but definitely freezing, below freezing. And, and I would totally, because it was direct to VHS level, like, Whatever came in direct to VHS that had a Halloween cover, I had boomer parents. But so many things. Were, so many things were, I mean, VHS was what it was, right? Like, I remember when I was a kid, the first four movies I watched were like all on VHS, but were like, I loved Omen. Oh, yeah. Omen. The weirder the cover, the better. Omen. All of the omens, by the way. Yeah, like, yeah know, omens even, are great. Even as they got progressively terrible, and he got and he, he got, got over really it, like I still love them. Mm -hmm. um, Poltergeist one and two. Mm -hmm. um, Do you go for three though? Nightmare, night, nightmare, nightmare, nightmare on Elm Street. Um, nightmare on Elm Street Pumpkinhead. and um, what? Uh, Pumpkinhead. Did you watch, I didn't watch Pumpkinhead as a kid? I didn't watch Pumpkinhead. Oh, Child's Play, the original. That scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. Yeah, that's like children of the corner um, and all those dogs. But as, I, as I got a little bit older, there was like a, I was always so excited to see what Simpsons Treehouse of Terror was going to be. Me too. I'm rewatching currently. Going like I started in the beginning of the month. I'm watching them all. I'm just going to go wait. through them all. When it would come on on TV. I'd be like, Yeah, I know when I <laughs> I know when to watch it. Like I was so excited to see what was good. What they were going to do. And I would always hope. I hope the alien. I hope they have the alien. Yes. I always have. I was always hoping foolish earthlings were going to be. Yeah. yeah. Kang and Kodos just watching. Earthlings. Yeah. <laughs> and they do those like really long laughs for no reason yeah. where you're like, are they cutting a commercial now or what's going yeah. on? Tree, dude, Treehouse of Terror was always something I looked forward to every year. 
Yeah, and the subtle humor in that fucking too. When the uh, when the giant when the guy with the giant donut comes to life and knocks on Homer's door and he's asking for his donut, he goes, "Hmm, he came to life. Good for him." And then, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so away. good. They're they're so funny. They're yeah, really, they're fucking genius, really, man. Really good. Yeah, they're all on Disney Plus now. You can watch all of them. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's why my friend and I are watching them on Disney Plus. Hellraiser was something I saw when I was young, and it scared the shit out of me too. And I wouldn't and. Not, I guess a Razorhead wasn't a horror movie, but like a Razorhead was one of those weird movies I saw when I was young, and I was like, I don't understand, but I like it. <laughs> You're just kind of pulled by it, like I'm trouble. Yes. <laughs> you know, was a weird one that I was kind of into was like Flatliners. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then also there was one I don't remember the name of it, but like this kid, and I used to have nightmares from it. This kid, the entire town gets becomes aliens. Yes. Do you remember which one I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, uh, uh, one of the, all the kids are with white hair, like the yeah. aliens, and then and then at the end, and then at the end, he like wakes up and he thinks it's a dream, and then he goes into his parents' bedroom, and he's like, and you hear like you hear him go no, and then you hear this deep voice go yes. <laughs> at the end of the movie, I forget the name of it, but I was obsessed with it. Also, Night of the Comet. Oh yeah. Really a I haven't seen that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they live. Oh, they yeah. Live. Oh, they live is so good, too. So let, good. Me, let me ask your opinion on this because my friends and I go back and forth on it. I think um, Mothman is a creepy ass fucking movie. I, when I first saw that, it was like, because it, it's not really like, no, there's not. It's not gory. It's not horror. But that whole scene when he's in the hotel room and it's and he's like and he's like on the phone with him or whatever, and he's got that creepy voice. Yeah. And he's telling him where all the shit that fucked me up when I was like, I, I to this day I love that movie. Dude, speaking of hotel horror, I just rewatched fourteen oh eight. Oh, I love that movie. So good. So good. Always, even crates, even Norman crates was like, this movie's like really scary. I was like, this movie always scares me. Yeah. Every time I was like, I actually get scared by this. Yep. Like, like we're terrifier. I'm like, oh, like kind of like, you know, like, like but that I'm like, I'll tell you about a campy horror movie that I watched recently that I actually really, really liked. And it was so, I really liked it because it's so of the moment. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, like 20 years from now, people will get the humor because it, because it's written by somebody who obviously understands how kids talk these days right bodies 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 oh, oh i haven't I, seen that I, one i haven't seen that one yet you you have to watch it okay oh, i will okay don't get turned off don't get turned off that pete davidson's in it it's, i know that's good enough. <laughs> no 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 he's actually super amazing in it, it oh, really all right because he kind of spoofs himself you have to you have to it's really good right, bodies, it, it, bodies bodies is actually really clever all right, all right. Yeah, maybe I'll watch that one tonight then. Cause I just watched one recently that was actually pretty great. It's this um uh it's like a it's kind of like a high school one. They go there's this like Fear Fest or something like that. There's this um Is it called Fear Fest? I think it might be called Fear <laughs> it's like it called Fear, Fear Festival. Uh, I don't know. It's like basically yeah, basically I'm like, oh, it was a thing. Um uh this this like you know, this kid wants to go to like the biggest Halloween horror scare fest, whatever the fuck it is. And his dad's like, absolutely not, because his mother was murdered by a guy dressed in a Halloween mask. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And then like, so they 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 go to this whole thing or whatever. Yeah. Sneaks out and goes. And then people at the festival wind up murdering people. Yeah, dude. It's the Evan, it's the it's the one where we were like, oh, remember we had the 
We, we have yeah, no yeah. idea. We yeah. every year we go to um, Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights. Oh. And every year we, we there's mazes, and the most yeah. of the mazes are properties of Universal, right? Yeah. So it's like Child's Play or like old, like, you know, Frankenstein, Dracula, or Halloween, or all the different. You know, this year they did a, bu a bunch of stuff with Jordan Peele. They always do Jordan Peele, so they've done like Us. They did Nope this year. Right. This year the weekend. It's usually Ooh, Universal. Nope is great. And um, we were like, man, like why doesn't Universal do a movie called Horror Nights? That's basically their their event, but yeah. but somebody gets killed, like it's like a, a murder in in an actual you know haunt. Yeah, yeah. and then that's what then that movie came out. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that would be great. Have you guys thought about writing your own? Yeah, I, like, like every day, every day of our lives, we oh, talk you guys, about. It. You got to do it. I yeah. I have like three like sketched up and ready 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 yeah. to go. Our, the new album that we put out this year is basically we're calling it soundtrack to a movie that we haven't made yet. So, oh, yeah, that's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, that's Scream Warriors. Scream also, Warriors, with awesome. Christopher Young, who um, who did the score for right. Hellraiser, which you right, mentioned. yeah, Hellraiser. Yeah, that's what it's, there. Did, are you guys gonna watch the new one? I did. Uh, it was. I I, it. How was it? Good? Bad? I don't know. Hellraiser just has to be in the eighties for some reason. I agree. Early nineties. It just it has it's just the way it looked and it was just like Yeah. I was bored. It was whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't scared. It just the, the reason Hellraiser ripped RIP'd pun <laughs> intended was because <laughs> it 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 was the eighties and there was satanic panic. I mean, I remember satanic panic. Like I remember going to like, we, we had to go to church when I was a kid and like, it'd be like youth groups. They're talking about metal music. Look out for heavy metal, you know, or whatever. Like <laughs> say, if you play it backwards, you'll rip your face off or whatever. Just, and then it's just like Judas priest, like breaking the law, breaking the law. When you listen to music now, you're just like, it's so late. You know what I mean? Right. It's not very heavy, you know, in terms of anything about it. But oh shit! But it, uh, uh, yeah, I think that's why Hellraiser now sucks. Like, yeah. So that's my two cents. Yeah, <laughs> no. I know. It's like I just was like, I don't know. It was whatever. But, yeah, it was but whatever. you know what? Pro props that they used Christopher Young's score in it. Oh they yeah, out of his score, which was cool. They didn't. They, you know, like that was cool. That was fucking awesome to be right. honest. I really, I really have enjoyed uh, Midnight Club from the oh. guy who did, uh, you know, Haunting of uh, Bly Manor yep. and all that stuff. Um, yeah. And I really, I really like Barbarian. Um, oh, Barbarian. Uh, there was like a couple yeah. moments in it that I'm like, questioning, but for the, I'd say like I loved 89% of Barbarian. I, I'm giving Barbarian a full 90, 99% skull rating. Wow. But, what about, but what about the one thing we talked about? I mean, what was oh like the oh the end but i don't care like that's what i like about horror i like I it when it doesn't make I don't sense. care what about the ending i don't care there's so many movies that die like, at the end for me yeah because like that's what i like about horror is i feel like when they're editing it they're like i don't it almost makes sense that's good enough yeah yeah that was good enough right <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah by the way they could have edited that that, that could have been an easy fix that one her, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like heredit like for hereditary which you know by the way anytime anybody bills a movie as the scariest movie ever it's never right scary movie ever but like hereditary i was like oh this is great and then at the end i was like 
what? Like they're, they're devil worshipers. And then like, and then we always joke, me and Norman, me and Norman crates always joke that like, they're actually not devil worshipers. They're payment worshipers. Who's like it's the 17th ranked demon on like the, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, how did you even decide that that guy was important enough to worship? Like that was like, it was such a weird, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like to me. Oh my God. There's one movie that I saw on Netflix and I cannot remember. I can never remember the title of it. It's super long. I think it might be a German film or whatever it is, but this dude like is in world war one or whatever. And he makes a deal with the devil. He's about to be executed. And so he makes a pact with the devil. The devil's like, yeah, whatever. And then the devil kills the dudes that are about to execute him. So he, so he doesn't realize what he sacrifices and he goes back um, to see his wife. That's all he wants to do. And his wife's been fucking some other guy and has, you know, their kids there, whatever. So he murders the other dude and then can't, and he murder accidentally kills his wife by like starting a fire. Right. So that's how this whole thing starts off. And then the rest of the thing is there's this girl who's an orphan, obviously his daughter, you know that when I'm talking about, and then like in um uh, and this guy lives off in like a castle somewhere by himself, and he's like the creepy guy in the neighborhood that nobody like the old man, but he keeps a devil, the demon that was supposed to murder him and take his soul back to hell. He he figured out how to capture him and he locks him up in a cage, and what? so the the t- yeah man, it is the cr- Wait, I'll is get it, I'll is it good story so good. What is it? This is a true story. No, 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 no. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. What? Realistically, <laughs> I love that I answered honestly. No, no, no. no, no. That is not that I know of. Yeah. You know about that. Let's talk about a really great horror film, though. Let's Which talk one? about Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Oh. Ooh, P2. P2 really did it for me. I, wa- I watch it at least twice a year. Is that your go to? Well, yeah, because I always like there is this part. Also Christopher there, Young. Also Christopher Young. Yeah, also mm. also Christopher Young, and and it it the greatest thing about that movie is that it, again eighties and like yeah, it definitely was an era where you um, you know, you some people were out, people weren't just like out like they are now, and that director right. was a was in the closet and just made an extremely homoerotic film. Yeah, yeah. And kind of like everything about it, but in the 80s like it was just like I don't like what's going on. Like you did you, you know you would have like a crush on Boy George like the concept of Boy George being gay was like what yeah. are you talking about? I'm in love with him. Right, and right. Get married as a man and a woman who identifies as and have babies, yeah. have tiny boy Georges. And so that movie it just the lore around it. It's just like Tiny Boy George's. Also, you know, is just the whole amazingness around that movie itself just brings me nothing but joy constantly. Yeah, it's a great. It's it's a solid. That's like top ten, absolutely. And, yeah, and I mean, I you know, when you get into a genre, you you can you can really get into how it was made, who made it. Oh, they sold Wes Craven sold the the IP, so then some other dude made it and totally took a shit on it, but actually made a cult classic that mm-hmm. is like beloved by the gay community. Like, and yeah, and, like, I've seen it in the Castro in San Francisco many times. It's amazing. It's as much fun as going to see Rocky Rocky Horror Picture shows. You know. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, it's Sorry, like I, I get I toss and turn about whether or not they should make a, a sequel to the thing. I want them to, but I don't know if I want them to because I love the movie, right? And I just want to see the thing. You know what I mean? I, I should just watch the fucking movie again because why would I want them? But I don't know. Maybe the sequel would be good. What if it's like Alien and Alien? By the way, another one where I like the second one as much as the first one. Alien. Yeah, yeah. Alien's new. But, but right. what, if it, what if it's what if the set? What if the sequel is just things? Oh, <laughs> Evan, Evan, write that down now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's called things. <laughs> but wait, but um, didn't they do a remake of? They did. I I couldn't watch it because I'm such a fan of Carpenter's thing. Oh yeah, like I don't think it can do CG because it has some of the greatest practical effects ever done in cinema history, and I'm like, I don't think I can watch CGI. Did yeah, I know what you mean. I, I can't believe we haven't talked about this because we were planning on going to see it, but we didn't have a chance to. But I did. I watched it at home. Did you watch Halloween Ends? Oh, oh yeah, of course I did. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. What did What did you think of the end? You uh, just kind of met. I loved everything but that kind of. Yeah. The end. yeah. Pumpkin, pumpkin. Honestly, I was honestly. I, I so at first I was like no, and then the more I thought about it, I was like. How else can you end it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I kept thinking about like what how else could they have ended it? And I really honestly couldn't think of any way better. I but love, did they say it's not really the end? No, there's zero way that that's not the end. That's what I thought oh, too, but I swear to God, Jamie Lee Curtis was like, you never know. No, no, stop. Like, there's <laughs> no way that they 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 were like, because I thought to myself, they're like, how can they end this? And really convince people this is actually the end. There's no way he right. can't just like disappear. He can't like fall into the water. There's no way he can do anything. You would have to end it in a way, and I don't want to ruin it for anybody. We right. have to end it in a way that was so definitively the end. There's no way he comes back from that. And yeah. That's the only way you could end it. I couldn't think of any other way. I mean, there's other ways like that, but yeah. other than that, it had to be so definitive. I agree. But it was a little anticlimactic for someone as like big and powerful and him that he's like living as like a like a like a hermit like a like in, in like a in like a in like a, a pipe like with homeless people. I don't know. It was like why was he in there? Why did right, he, right. What was he doing in there for four years? Right, right. No, exactly. I'm so confused why he was in why he was why he was living like a mole man for four yeah, years. Yeah, you do have to forget yeah, literally the ending to every other one of those films to kind of make the ending of this one acceptable. We were like, hasn't he survived? Like, what the fuck is going on? No, but he never survived that. Like that Right, was, right. That's like, um, that's like saying like, I, I don't know, I, I don't know, whatever. I, I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to ruin it. I know I, what you mean. I just, the middle of it was also weird to me that he was like living in like a, in like a tunnel. Oh yeah. For four years. Yeah, right. but- the music was awesome. Yeah. Like, and also, was it Danny McBride or Jody Hill as producers or writers on it? It was something. I was like, "What?" Danny McBride. Yeah, was it was. Now? Yeah, like one of those dudes from Eastbound and Down were involved with it, and Holy I was like, shit. "Yeah, I was like, they did not take a shit on this movie at all." I mean, it's not. A, it's not a horror movie, but right. No, but why no, are no, those no, guys no, in no, it? No, Speaking of Danny McBride. This is the end is really good. Oh, it's so good. This I love this is the end. Yeah, that's a fucking great movie. Did you guys like the cabin? They must have oh I love the cabin. Me too. Yeah. Wait, ca the cabin? Yeah. Cabin yeah. in the woods. Sorry, cabin yeah. in the woods. I like you're talking I'm about cabin in the woods, yeah. 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 
that's one of my favorite horror movies. When I tour, there's two horror movies I watch when I feel homesick. <laughs> I'm, gonna do, I'm not joking. Like Cabin in the Woods, you like Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. That's my that's okay. okay. I love Cabin in the Woods and Jennifer's Body. Whenever I Ooh. feel like sad and lonely on tour, <laughs> I, would, yeah. I, would, I would watch the, either one of those. I went to see, uh, I went, I'm not kidding. I went to see a band uh, recently that I I got invited to go see in New York. And um, it was, uh, it was like a week ago. And I was like, is this the goddamn fucking band from Jennifer's spot? I was like, is somebody going to get dragged back to a bit? Like it's a real band, dude. It was, uh, oh, were they really? Yeah. Some of those dudes were in real bands. Yeah. Oh shit. I didn't even know that. Oh, okay. I tried to interview some of them. It's hard, but oh fuck, yeah, 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 yeah. It was just the weirdest thing because, like, just the way it was made up and like the vibe that we were in in this little bar or whatever. Like, it would, it, it, it swear to God, it brought me right back to that movie. Where I was like, something's really <laughs> fucking off, and it's October. I don't like what's going on. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Um, you know That's what crazy. is, I didn't know that. is an, also an underrated kind of humorous but still scary. What? Uh, I'm just waving to my daughter. Hi. Um, <laughs> Final Girls. I've never seen that. Oh, wait a minute. No, never seen that. <laughs> I would give that a <laughs> People are always like, are like, oh yeah, that movie. And I'm always like, what are you talking about? That movie is fucking awesome. It's got the dude from... I don't think I've seen Final Girls. Either. From Silicon Valley. I know. I've sent it to you. Oh, TJ Miller? Not TJ Miller. The male? The lead oh. Dude. The nerd. Um, yeah. Nerd guy. Yeah. Nerd <laughs> and, that's guy. Nerd guy one. Um and then another comedian. Why, would TJ, why would TJ why was TJ Miller and what's his name like enemies for like a week? Who? Oh, um Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. They were like enemies, and then like a week later they're like they're friends now. Uh, it yeah, was I was worried about that when that shit happens. But yeah, basically I actually was worried about it because I was like, I kinda don't want to see Deadpool without TJ Miller's character. Yeah, same. I know. T.J. Miller character was fucking great in Deadpool. Yeah. Um, no, I think, I don't know. There was like probably some dumb misunderstanding. T.J.'s great. But I also, I'm sure he misconstrued that situation. <laughs> like, there's, like, as he was telling the story, I was like, oh, this is going to backfire. But also, I wonder what happened to Bachman on, on Silicon Valley, too. Like, he must have beefed out with everybody out there, too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of shit he going a, on. Yeah, he had a, he had a controversy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a small one. Just a yeah. small one. Um, he's doing good though now. He's fine. I, didn't um, I always guess I was on the, out of the loop on that one. Yeah, I'm like he had a huge controversy. I had no idea. Oh, you yeah. didn't? Yeah, he I got like back yeah. Silicon Valley, and I'm like, is are they ever bringing Bachman back? No, he's just gone. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, because he got like. <laughs> oh, I didn't know he got canceled. I was. Like, got can- I was on vacation that week. Yeah. From the internet. Yeah. That's all you need. Weeks worth of vacation from the internet, and then you're like, oh, did I miss a cancellation? Well, yeah, they're back. Yeah. So. Yeah, I missed that week's cancellation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're not digging anybody else's grave up. That would be a great horror movie if you just uh, if you did something with like the dead that were the only way to stop them was to cancel them, like a John Wayne corpse. Oh, we have we have, we have a great song for that. Do you really? Deep cuts. Yeah, we actually wrote a song called "Canceled." Me and Deep Cuts. Oh, that's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I think that would that would actually be the uh, that would be the song for it. We should work on it. I always wanted to do a reality show about a reality show. So, you know, those like you were talking before about ghost hunters. Yeah. I wanted to do a show where you where you were like our team would try to find out where ghost hunters was filming and then go and scare the shit of the guys trying to do a ghost hunting show. But would you get like beat up? Probably. 
<laughs> it's actually kind of funny though. Pranking, I, pranking ghost hunters is like yeah. A, I feel like that's an I feel like that's an actual I feel like that's an episode of Impractical Jokers. Oh, that'd be that'd be good. Are they still? No, they're gone. We could do it. We could totally take it. They're are gone. They, are they done? Yeah, I think they. I think they're done. There's a hole that needs to be filled, and I think we should fill it with ghosts. Dude, that show is so funny sometimes, though. You know what I I really like I I loved the old they can never do it again but the thirteen ghosts of Scooby Doo I just love thirteen ghosts period oh thirteen ghosts is great too yeah yeah that's a great fucking movie dude 13, Matthew Lillard dude thirteen the whole concept of thirteen ghosts is amazing yeah yeah that was great I love um, that, that deep cuts is like just turned into a skeleton yeah she's gone I oh, don't know when she's there she is oh, she's been oh hey Holy shit. Norman, this is John. John, this is Norman Crates. What's going on, man? How are you? Oh, I think he's muted. Oh, muted. You're muted, Norman. You're Crates. muted. You got to hit the little um hey. button. There he is. Hit that little button. I know Norman's that. The third, the third head of the three-headed monster of the What third. is going on, man? Core of Lovecraft. Oh, you know, just uh hanging out. Figured out. Yeah, yeah. Tag in. Ah, oh, that's great. I love that you got a hood on too. That's perfect. You know, I'm wearing exactly the same thing. Oh, I guess you can't see it. Oh well. Oops. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. I need to buy. I need to buy Lovecraft uh, paraphernalia. Oh yeah. Now. Well, we That's can make it happen have. for you. So uh, we were just talking about all the good spooky shit. We were talking about Thirteen Ghosts. Thirteen Ghosts. Oh. Uh, love didn't that movie. It. You didn't see Thirteen Ghosts? No. You've oh. never seen Thirteen Ghosts? No, I can think. There's a bunch of movies I haven't seen. Stop. Has Deep, Deep Cuts has seen 13 Ghosts? Yeah, yeah. That, I don't know. Uh, how uh, recent I, is it? I can't. Oh, 2000 and 20 years? Yeah, 20, definitely no. 20 years. I was we still in high school. You might have seen it together, and I just can't mid, remember. Mid 2000s, probably. Tony Shalhoub is in it. Matthew Lillard. Um, oh, man. it's It's got a bunch of really great great scenes. It's almost like if you've seen Cabin in the Woods, you know, when they have that thing where they like shift through the boxes and there's all those heart. It's yeah. kind of like they've got a scene like that in 13 Ghosts, right? Where they're like basically the concept is these guy this guy gets in this guy inherits this house from his like weird uncle who like died and was obsessed with like the paranormal and it's like the weirdest house the way it's constructed. It's all glass or whatever like that. That's and then right. like and then when they get in the house they, there's these glasses and when you wear the glasses um you turn into Roddy Piper and you can see aliens. No. When you wear the glasses <laughs> you, you can see you can see ghosts and there are there are 13 12 ghosts. I think it's I don't want to ruin the story. There's a certain there's a certain amount of ghosts that are trapped in these like in these like glass rooms that have like writings on the wall that keep them yeah. trapped in there and they and you can see them with the glasses but he's a ghost hunter it's a ghost capture there's like a right. rival ghost capture who wants to take the house it's crazy it's amazing it's That's really coming like, back you gotta watch it you gotta watch it 13 ghosts. i think i've seen it sounds Joe, we have to start a reality show where we where we try to retell horror movies. Like, like, <laughs> like, yeah, and then they're like Matthew Lillard's like, no, don't go in there. And then like Tony yeah. Sherman's like, no, me and my kids are fine. Leave me alone, crazy guy. And then like Yeah, and then there's this little girl that pops out of the fucking yeah. <laughs> Oh, where'd she come from? She looks living in the in the woods. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> His name is Baby Brahms. Wait, I gotta ask you because I got to ask them. Who? What were your? What were your Halloween shit growing up? Like, what did you watch? Was it cartoon I mean, stuff? No, I watched Halloween and I watched you know the Evil Dead 
was the biggest influence ever. You know, we I grew up in the VHS days, and so we would go to the store and look I for Jersey. cool stuff. Oh, yeah, I grew up in New coming, Jersey. Where are you so, from, Jersey? Teaneck. Oh, nice. Tom's River. Bergen County. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Short yeah. trash. Yeah, welcome. Uh, yeah, we're just uh, we're like North Jersey. Uh, we have everything in Teaneck. Yeah, you do. You guys awesome. got it made in Teaneck. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we had a tight video store. Great American yeah. Video was one of them. Oh. And, uh, my friend Dwayne worked there and uh, like raided the porn section. That's besides. The point. But anyway, <laughs> it was right next to the horror section. Uh, but yeah, we would find like which which movies had the coolest artwork. I spit on your grave was a good one. Evil dead. I mean, I can mm. remember renting it so many times and then watching it with friends and scaring ourselves to death and then being like, this is awesome. And that was kind of the start for me and Halloween. And, you know, anytime my parents went out of town, the babysitter, we would just convince the babysitter to let us stay up and watch stuff. My sister and I, and then, you know, yeah, that was really it. And do you, do you guys prefer the type of horror movie that either puts everything right in front of your face with like the jump scare and gore stuff? Or you prefer the shit that you can't really see coming that, you know, is like in the background. I, mean, I prefer can't really shoot. I like the psychological horror movies. Me, it's, yeah. yeah. And, I I mean, and for some reason, I, I really like stuff that feels like kind of has something to do with the end of the world or something. Oh, so, yeah, absolutely. I like it all. I like it all. I love, I mean, again, like grew up on the like VHS slasher movies. So mm-hmm. you know, any, I love campy, shitty, you know, B, C, D level movies where, yep. you know, I mean, just, you know, practical effects where they're just trying so hard to make it look real, but you're like, that looks like a rubber head all of a sudden. It oh God. Yeah. Killer clowns from outer space yeah, was always I one know. that I loved. Brilliant. Yeah. Rewatching over and over again. I just watched one. Oh, sorry. What'd you say? I said, shout out John Masari. Oh, <laughs> I always, there's one, I'm, and I'm bummed I cannot remember the name, but I know you guys will know it as soon as I say it. I'd never seen it before. And my friend and I, I went to visit him in New York and he had me watch it. It's one where you're, there are these frog people. And, uh, um, people. They, they, the guys, um, frog people. Is that, are you talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's it. Uh, and there's no, no, no. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's like an old ninja. Um, yeah. it's like Mr. Miyagi. No, um, no. So the concept of the whole thing is like, it's, it's, it's from the eighties. There's this guy who, um, has to wear like men have to wear like, uh, um, like a chastity belt around their, obviously like around their genitals because uh male sperm is super rare and like women are in charge and like they, um, from people. I miss this one. <laughs> oh dude. I, wait a minute. I got to find it. it. I cannot. God. It's so great. People with chastity belts. Oh, oh god uh oh god it's just yeah, so good so yeah so like there's like the the population is down so like men have to like mate with like specific women or whatever to keep it going and they just uh, basically yeah. use men up but like these frog the other the other war that they're fighting is like a bunch of frog people and they're trying to fuck women <sighs> and the guy the one main frog dude has like three dicks Reminds this me of another movie. Story. that was a cross between uh, those two sections I mentioned before called Drill. Oh, true story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a true story. It's actually a true story that happened in New Jersey. It really happened. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's all. This is all Jersey news. It's either New Jersey or Long Island, next to Three Mile Island. But uh, yeah. Oh, it's Hell Comes to Frogtown. Hell comes to Frogtown. I've yes, heard, I've never seen it, but I've heard of. Frog yeah. Why, the, do they, why do they do that maze at Universal? 
<laughs> Too many I'm, dicks. I'm gonna say I'm gonna guess it's because the, the the frog king with three dicks. Yeah. That that does a dance, by the way. Uh, it's pretty yeah. impressive. Should we write a song about that movie? Please. That. I mean, we're going in tomorrow. That. Yeah, we are going tomorrow. Uh, we're writing songs tomorrow. Yeah, you guys should watch that movie and please write a song about it. But I, I like like there's that movie. Um, I liked um, Thanks Killing. Bad movies like that. I love Thanks Killing. Thanks I Killing. Love the, uh, I Santa Slay. Like, who made you know in the middle of the Grindhouse movie? There's like the Thanksgiving. Was that an Eli Roth? Did he make that? It's like a little trailer for a movie that isn't real called Thanksgiving. Yes. It is so. I, that's one of my favorite. Absolutely. Trailers, Have you, trailers ever. Have you guys seen Santa Slay with uh, Rube Goldberg? okay that's a so that movie robert culp is in it and he plays uh an old man who um is like all no okay he kind of like knows what's going on throughout the whole thing anyway so santa you know there's a kid in a town he's in love with a girl and he doesn't really like christmas that much his whole family is about it and santa comes back and it's rube goldberg and he um and he's not He's not like like basically the the an angel beat him in a game of um shuffleboard. Um or not shuffleboard. What's the one where you grab a thing and you slide it across the ice? Oh, it's like uh Curl, curling? curling with the curling, broom. curling. He beats him in a curling match. He beats the devil's son in a curling match and then and then tells him for a thousand years he has to deliver gifts to children on the 25th of December. And then a thousand years passes, and now it's it's uh, yeah, and it's and it's Rube Goldberg and he's Santa, and he and he rides a sleigh with a giant blue flying ox, or two ox basically, they're murder ox. Two and ox, this guy three just penis. three peni, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and this guy just comes down the chimney and like murders. So James Conn is in it for like a second because he gets <laughs> murdered by a Christmas star thrown by uh, Santa, Wait, and so does so for a thousand years. Santa is the devil's son. He's the devil's son, but he has to give gifts to kids. So he dresses up in a red suit and he has to do all the ho ho hoing and the and the cheer. But then after a thousand years, the bet's off. So then he just starts murdering again, and it's pretty great. It's called Santa Slay, and he takes his vengeance out on this crazy ass town. Wait, Santa, Santa Slay, dude, Santa Slay, Santa Slay rules. <sighs> I know that what? movie. Oh, yep, it's Don't. so. Dude, that one and also Snowman or no yes. Jack Frost, Jack, Jack Frost, the horror movie. Yes, one hundred percent. There's a very explicit scene that involves a snowman and a lady in a shower. <laughs> and let me just say that the nose does not stay in the nose area. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh. And it's not the Michael Keaton family family friendly movie. It's Jack Which Frost. Also, is technically a horror movie if you spent money on it, which I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was a sucker back then. I thought it was going to be great. I mean, Michael Keaton has had some winners. He has. Michael Keaton's he's fucking awesome. Yeah, one hundred percent. His son is a huge uh, songwriter. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His son Sean Douglas. He's a, he's a, well, Michael Keaton's real name is Michael Douglas. Oh no way! That is so fucking Stage weird. Stage name Michael Keaton because there was a Michael well, Douglas. Oh wow! Fucking eighties. Yeah, that I, is wild. I had no idea. I it was it, like four or five years ago was the first time I found out that Michael Douglas actually started out as a stand-up, which blew me away because I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. That's pretty crazy. 
Yeah, he used to do comedy all the time at the improv. He would drop in and do like shorts because he was an out of work actor for a bit. And everybody in the 80s was like, fuck it, I guess I'll do stand up. And he <laughs> did it for a bit and he wasn't he wasn't bad. Huh. That's crazy. He, yeah, he was actually really yeah. good. Stanislaus what? What was it? Oh, Santa Slate. I have it on DVD. I bought it at a Blockbuster for $5 when it was going out of business. Best purchase I ever made. Oh, my God. When the Blockbuster and Teaneck went out of business, they put all of their movies in the dumpster. And somebody called me and was like, yo, my buddy worked at Subway. The, the Subway was right next to the Blockbuster. Right. My friend was like, yo, Blockbuster just emptied out their collection. I was living in Brooklyn. And I picked up two of my friends and we drove back to Teaneck and we ate at Subway and we dumpster dove and scored an in insane uh, collection of movies. Can I, can I tell you the cast? Can I tell you the cast of Santa Slay? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who's in Santa Slay? Yep. Wait, what did you say James Conn gets killed uh, or something? James right Conn is in the very beginning. Fran Fran Drescher. Drescher. Wait, Fran, Fran Drescher. Drescher. Yeah. Chris Tan. Rebecca Gay Hart. Yes. Oh, Tiny, Tiny Lister. Tiny Lister. Mm -hmm. wow. Lister. Tiny Lister. Um, and then other people that you would just recognize anywhere, like Saul Rubinek. Oh yeah. yeah what happened to Rebecca Gay Hart? She was in a bunch of. She was in like Jawbreaker and some like. Cool oh, Jawbreaker was great. Films and so, I think she was in that. But what happened to her? She's gone. I don't know. That's a good question. Evaporated from the scene. Dude, yeah, what the crazy. fuck is that? Weird looking, alien looking. Oh, that's Why Santa Slay. in Santa Slay. So, yeah. he, so, so the very beginning of Santa Slay is like it immediately hooks you in because it's fucking hysterical. Santa comes down the chimney, and at the table is Chris Kattan, James Kahn, Fran <laughs> Drescher, and oh my god, I can't remember the other two, but you know who they are. Insane. And it's and it's the they. I, I swear to God, they were like, and that and there goes the budget. Uh, so right. he comes down and then he literally just starts breaking the legs off tables, stabbing them, uh, throwing a Christmas star. He, he puts a, uh, the turkey knife into James Conn's hand and leaves him at the table while he murders his family. Amazing. It's the best. What more? And fame? then he goes to a strip club. Wait a minute. One of my favorite scenes of this movie is Santa goes to a strip club and right. starts and, and you know who else is in it too? Dave Thomas, who I had on the show, yeah, Dave um, Thomas. from sctv yeah dave thomas man so he plays a a, a pastor who's and, at the strip club and, and the owner of, and the owner of wendy's yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, yes and the owner yeah. of, he raised like, that little girl he did he did <laughs> yes he used his santa's sleigh i went money. to the uh, first wendy's in in america which is in columbus ohio holy shit uh, how was that the day when i was on tour it was tight they have like a uh they have like a a wendy doll that's in like a case it's kind of looks like annabelle it, like what? now that I think about it, but it's like, yeah, it, they have like uh, all sorts of weird memorabilia in there and stuff. And... That's why I love that you're like, they have a Wendy's doll in a case. What if it was actually his daughter and she was just like, yeah. get me the fuck out of this glass case? Yeah. They embalmed her and put some yarn on her head, orange yarn hair, and then put her in this case. And there she is. Oh my God. I think we have our next horror movie. I, I mean, yeah, it's like that... Annabelle meets uh, fast food. What's, what's more amazing. scary on both sides, right? Yeah. What, you know what? I, you know what I want to ask you guys. I did not ask what, when your writing process, when you're making stuff for for this kind of specific thing, is it a is it something you hear in your head first, or do you actually have to sit down to write? Like, what is the what's the process there? Is it like, oh, this is playing in my head twenty four seven? I've got a tune, I've got an idea, and then you sit down to write, or is it the other way around? 
I think it's usually the other way around, at least for me. Usually, yeah. I, sometimes, I mean, with stuff like this, we're like collecting ideas all year for, for Lovecraft. It's like, we'll be, you know, it'll be May and we'll see something that's funny or dark or just we'll be talking about something and be like, oh, that's a good idea for a song. I'm just going to write it down on a piece of paper or, or a piece of paper. What the fuck is that? In my phone. <laughs> you know? And uh, so I have a list of like song ideas in my phone that just like then you, you know, it's like then we go in tomorrow and it's like, oh, what are we going to write about? It's like, oh, we had this idea like Skinwalker, which is what happened last year that was on uh, Evan was on your list. You're like, oh, uh, look, let me look at my list. You're like, oh, what about Skinwalker? It's like, okay, right. let's write that song. What's it about? You know, and it's like, well, I guess it's about a guy who is killing people and wearing their skin or something like that. Like, no, no, skin walk, skinwalkers are like, uh, they're like Native American shapeshifters. Yeah, right. there you go. There's right. lots. Of I learned that from watching uh, um, TikTok Skinwalker Ranch. Well, there is Skinwalker Ranch, but I actually, I actually did, I actually learned that from watching, uh, from watching um, bad CW, bad CW shows. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, you mean? Oh man. Uh, I, I'm a big uh, so Supernatural is one of those shows that I should not have gotten hooked on. I got, a, someone made fun of me the other day. Uh, pretty much everybody makes fun of me all the time for loving Supernatural. Me much. too. I've watched that. I watched Anna all 15 seasons. Yeah, that's we, not, we, there were a lot of Skinwalkers uh, and many episodes on Supernatural. I watched every episode and have started watching The Winchesters. Oh, I haven't started watching that yet. Is that any good? The prequel, yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's, sweet. Uh, it's the uh, it's John and uh, John Winchester, and uh, it's the yeah the parents. Well, through that show alone, I learned about more cryptoids than I ever knew existed. I kind of oh. like the cryptoid stuff. Yeah, I learned. I was very. It was really educational. Yeah, also, like like I said, I love things about like end of the world stuff too. Absolutely. Um, and uh, it got absurd towards the end, but still. <laughs> It was fine. I think I think the Mothman is my favorite cryptoid because I don't I, I like that you don't know whether it's necessarily evil. It just exists in like this this kind of other dimensional chaotic state where it's just like, hey, some fucked up shit's gonna happen. I thought you should know about it. Can it's like, can I prevent it? No. <laughs> like, only if you're Richard Gere. The cryptoids are interesting. They're interesting. People's videos on like Reddit and stuff are like that. Oh yeah. That stuff, that stuff genuinely, like sometimes I will go on like Reddit or, um, or even TikTok and I'll go to like the creepy TikTok section, even if I know people are like just making videos or whatever, but I'll still go to see which one of them will scare the shit out of me before I fall asleep at night. Mm. They're, they're pretty effective. We have like a little bit of like goth talk and spooky, spooky talk on our, on, uh, on our, that we follow on our tiktok and you so guys... I see some of that stuff but i i like there's i can't remember the name of the account there's one uh account that we follow that's like making an ongoing horror movie like each video is a scene in the movie and it's moving forward every time oh oh i know what you're talking about i yeah. i know i can't think of the name of it but yeah do you guys like the alien stuff do you dabble on any of that obsessed yeah me too it's fascinating. Yeah. I, I want to, like, I, I have no problem watching or reading anything about it. I've, I've always wanted to see one uh, or see something. I think I did once, and then that was it. That was, like, the... I did see a ghost once. You guys have actually... Have you ever actually seen a ghost? I showed you a picture of one. Oh, that's right. The fucking... That was nuts. So, wait. So, I, I didn't know I did, but we were talking about weird New Jersey shit, like, and I was working at a library at one point. I was still doing stand-up, but I was working part-time at a library, and... Um, uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and it, it, honestly it kind of so i was like coming home late from a gig and and it was like two three o'clock in the morning 
and I'm on the parkway in New Jersey and I see this woman in a gown on the shoulder, like just kind of like light jogging, but kind of moving quickly. Right. So I'm more annoyed than anything else. Cause I'm like, fucking now I got to call 911 and report that there's somebody on the road. There's no cars, there's no crash, but she looks like she's running from something. Fuck. So I call and then I give them a heads up. I'm like, Hey woman, white, white gown, kind of like, you know, barefoot, whatever it is. I passed her on mile marker, whatever. So weekend's over Monday morning rolls around. I get to work and I'm talking to one of my buddies and I'm like, yeah, it's really fucking annoying. You know, you call the police for shit and like, they don't even tell you if like you helped or they made it uh, like, I have no idea if anything happened. And he was like, well, what happened? So I was like, Oh, I'm like, there's this woman on the parkway, you know, whatever. And he's like, what exits? And I tell him what exit it is. And he goes and gets the fucking book, this book out. And he like flips to the page and he was like, that's the fucking story of the what and it was like this woman that was like murdered in the woods in that area like she was chased down by her fucking husband and she ran out to the main road to find help and no one would help her and so she was dead and i was like i almost stopped like, <laughs> I almost I like i've heard of this one and i feel like in high school we like tried to find it you know oh. We're like let's drive out to whatever on the you know did you, yeah. read, about, you read about that in tobin spirit guide Third state parkway no <sighs> What is that? Oh, Tobin's. <laughs> I was like, what? I didn't hear you. That's a real deep cut, deep cut reference from Ghostbusters. Oh my God. I was like, wait, what? I was fucking. Tobin's Spirit Guide. So good. You can so buy it. Good. By the way, you can buy it on Amazon. Oh so my God. You made Tobin's Spirit Really? I mean, I haven't bought it. So I'm sure it's just like things about like, like Gozer and like things. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My friend bought me the supernatural uh, John, uh, John's book. Mm. or whatever is like is it's actually pretty fucking cool man it's like whoever did this thing was like super detailed with like all the shit crypto, uh, cryptoids in it and stuff yeah like, yeah yeah it's got all that werewolf absolutely and i was like you know what this could come in handy one day i'm not gonna lie yeah. um what are you guys going as for halloween this year do you still dress up mm, i usually don't dress up but i like to we i've, I've been dressing up our house nice and it, we're gonna we have the most killer uh, front yard right now and next year i'm i'm definitely putting us on the haunt list we finally scored one of those 12 foot uh skeletons from home nice. depot i've been trying to get one for literally five years and Holy like shit. i you know i i'm on reddit and uh just every once in a while someone i'm like the timing is right and somebody posts yo home depot they got them right now and you have to go immediately to home depot and order one wow. and so in july i saw i the flag went up and I was like, oh, my God. And I went on the website and I ordered one and they're like, we don't have stock to deliver it, but we got your order. And then uh, also in July, we did this. Uh, we did a convention and I was talking. To, I met someone at the convention that worked at Home Depot. So we did mm -hmm. a horror convention called Midsummer Scream. And we had a screaming nice. booth where people coming through, taking pictures and screaming. We were recording their screams and we're, we're making a scream library. Uh, but one of the people that screamed was just kind of like hanging out for a while. And I was like talking to the student. He's like, oh, yeah, I work at Home Depot. And I was like, dude, I ordered the skeleton, but I don't know if they got my order. I don't know what's going on. He's like, look, I'll give you the inside skinny. Call once a month and check on your order because it's back ordered. And there's a certain point where they'll release the back orders and they'll just, you know, make them go sorry we can't help you but right. you call you can move your back order back into the queue and make sure that they keep it fresh so i kept i called every i called in august i called in september and then i got an email that's like your skeleton's on the way it's going to be here the end of october and then like september 28th i got an alert like it's coming tomorrow and oh, so shit. 
it, it arrived like the last day of September. I set it up the next day and I've been gradually enhancing it by putting, I gave it a costume. I made it like some spooky rags and like, nice. It's uh yeah, I'm hooking it up out there. I was working out there this afternoon. I'm like oh, really trying awesome. to deliver this year. That's great. So, yeah. But I'm yeah, going I'm costume guy these years. I just, you know, I haven't, I used to throw a Halloween party every year in my apartment before I moved to LA before COVID hit and everything. And I, I would just throw everybody would give like 30 some people top floor, huge Halloween party, all of us would go and everybody would kind of either make their costumes or it would be a lot of fun. I haven't dressed up in probably like, I don't know, five, six years or whatever, but I'm going to take my nephews out with my buddy. Uh, that's fine. And, uh, and I'm going to go, I'm going to put together a costume. I already got some stuff and I'm going to uh, werewolf of London. So I just made my own shit, tore up like a blazer, got right. like a Chinese menu. I'm going to like really kind of like fucking go crazy <laughs> with the hair. I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice. I'm going to go as a um, uh, uh, barefoot woman in a white nightgown. Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> just I'm going to go as a barefoot woman in a white nightgown. <laughs> on the Jersey Turnpike? I'm sorry, the Garden State Parkway. My bad. I think I'd, that'd be, I'd be so fucked up if you actually found me and like just like walk by. Like, I'm like, ah, what the fuck? That'd be so great. Um, I've I've kept you guys for 20 minutes over. Is Deep Cut still here? I want you all on the screen. I got to ask each of you the last three questions I ask every guest. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can find her. I don't yeah. know if we can simulcast because uh, what's on with it? Oh, no. It's You guys can be on the same screen if you want. No, I feel like uh, I don't know if we can be in the same place at the same time just because we have a toddler. Oh, oh, got you. Okay. That's All right. right. Then, yeah, you can switch. Then I'll ask you guys yeah. while you're in if you want to throw her back yeah, in. Right. Can... Go for yeah. it. Okay, I'll, cool. I'll okay, so first question, and you guys flip a coin, whoever goes first, is uh, if you can go back in time and talk to your younger self, what piece of advice would you give yourself that would help you today? Ooh, I know what mine is. Go for Start it. Start Lovecraft 10 years earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. What about you, man? Oh, man. God, that's a really good question. I mean, I don't regret any of my story. I, I took weird, some weird turns to get where I am, but I'm like, I love where I am. So yeah, it's kind of hard. Um, I would get, I guess I would tell myself like, um, God, I honestly, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I made, just, I, I made, I made a lot of mistakes, but I think those mistakes have made me who I am. So yeah, I, exactly. And you don't even have to like correct a mistake. You just say like, listen, you're going to make mistakes, stay on the path. I think maybe stuff like, like, um, don't like, don't throw out like those, like those, like atom bomb garbage pail kids or something like that. Or, like, yeah. yeah. Hold, hold on to, hold on to all this memorabilia that you bought as a kid and like, don't rip it. Don't, don't take it out of the packages. Just put it in. Don't like, ruin your star Wars toys. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't exactly. Don't play with your star Wars toys. Just put it in like, yeah. One day you're going to be able to resell them on this thing called eBay. <laughs> uh second question is what had to end in your life yeah good or bad that led you to where you are today i got mm. i got sober 18 years ago oh congrats man that's awesome i think i think uh i ended a certain certain part i ended a certain lifestyle and started a new one and that definitely changed my whole life so. beautiful man not to make it get all serious for a second oh no that's serious <laughs> you can take it anywhere you want man that's great uh what about you man uh, I think for me, my my mu my musical path. I was working for someone for a long time, and uh, I don't think I really was able to uh, find my my real path until I quit that job. Nice. Uh, what made know? you quit the job? Um, 
it just I, I realized that it wasn't uh, I didn't want to live like that anymore. <laughs> like uh, it was a very, very intense uh, job. I was working like 20 hours a day every day um for year pretty much years and sacrificing a lot of things from relationships and stuff like that and granted I, I was able to get ahead in my career and i was able to, to like you know uh work on huge uh records and stuff like that and for the major labels and really you know learn the business and learn my craft but also there's a point where i probably could have stuck stayed there and i would have been stuck there forever but i really felt like uh you know i had to it, it was terrifying because i was like oh maybe i'll never work again but right. I realized once I had enough and I was and part of that thing was like they were scaring me into like not quitting because I had become such an integral part of this team that I was working on. And right. ultimately it just was like, you know what, um, the best thing to, for me to move forward is to like go out on my own and see if I can still still uh, if I can make a living. And I, I, I'm fortunate enough to still get to make music and uh, I just feel lucky to be able to do it for a living. I, I'm really, uh, really lucky for that so nice man but that was Getting a big on. decision yeah yeah um and the last question ties into the show so if this was a genuine dystopia more so than it is now and it could be your choice of a government collapse alien zombies alien uh, zombies. climate change uh aliens <laughs> um uh you know or or a comet heading toward the earth but you wake up it's everybody's last day and you know it yeah what would be mm -hmm. your epic death how would you want to go out and what would be happening Oh, wow. I would say epic death for me would be let's let's uh, let's climb to the highest point we can and let's watch it all burn down and let the fucking nukes come down and blow us all up at the same time. Let's all go out together in Love a bla it. literal blaze of melting glory. Uh, excellent. Mine's gonna be mine's gonna be so lame compared to that, but it's but that's how I feel about it. I just feel like there's something so terrifying about watching a comet coming at you, or like knowing that your death is impending. So my thing would be the night before all of this shit goes down, dying in my sleep. Tail by oh fuck, oh that's so sick. You don't even get to live out the next day. Dying peacefully in my sleep the night before everybody else is t dies a terrifying death of armageddon and and comets and zombies wow. if, you know, if, if you know that humanity and everything is about to get fully wiped is it scary i don't know i feel like there's it's not that scary it's you're just like well here it comes you know yeah the moment yeah. that is coming and coming and coming it's just uh, i don't know can I say that's the way I felt? Kind of beautiful for thirty seconds. When you yeah, watch, yeah. when I watch movies like Deep Impact, it's like and they're just <laughs> he, she's standing there with her dad. Night of the Comet. The, water, the water's yeah. at them, and I'm like, no, I, I don't want water. water. I definitely don't want water. I don't want no, drink. not water, because yeah. then you're like, yeah, you, it's vaporize not instant. Me. Vaporize me. That's it. Yeah, yeah but, but, but so I'm saying a nuke bomb that feels like that could be painful for like a split second, but like I don't think so. I think like, it's just, you what, just vaporize. Like, what about the what about the Earth just exploding all at once? <laughs> Yeah. And then you're like on a chunk, like, where am I? Let me go see if I can find deep cuts real quick. All right, sweet. This is how much of a nerd I am. The earth splitting up in chunks reminded me of the Secret Wars comic book from 1984, yeah. where like the Beyonder like split up these chunks yeah. and made Battle World. I'm like, oh, oh Battle World would be sick. Battle World would be sick. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what, you have to. For me, also, like I think about like what would be like, what would be like, 
the greatest i definitely think about like what would be the greatest thing to happen after everyone dies oh um you, you know you said i almost i almost i was joking you said what had to end for you to like you know whatever i was gonna say the the, the world and now we're in now we're in our matrix yeah oh, oh my god oh <laughs> hell yeah i'm not even king that looks almost identical to the pumpkin i carved the other night <laughs> Are you being funny? Because that was funny, and I also believe you. No, is that a true story? The true story. Grace like put it on the bottom. I, is this his first time carving a pumpkin? Oh my god! He, like didn't do the top off. He did the bottom. He did the bottom. What? Wait, was it so he could put it on his head? No, no, no. So he could put a light in it, maybe. Oh, you know, you the top. You did from the top. I don't. Did he lose his marbles? Oh my god! You get on the bottom. That's so weird. You tell me about it. Like, do I need it's to call? Like on the top. Yeah. Is, I mean, what kind of interesting? Is this? Yeah, it makes there it has really to be... impossible to move around. Yeah, there has to be a reason for that. It's got to go on something. Maybe he was. Maybe he's making a scarecrow. I think he just blew it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he fucked it up. Really. Oh my god. Um, um, to come out here, though. Yeah, I'm going to hit you with the last three questions that I hit those guys with. Okay, so okay. Uh, first one is, if you uh, if you go back in time and talk to your younger self, what piece of advice would you give yourself to help you today? Oh, I would say, ooh, that's always such a good one. I, I would say just focus on on making great stuff and don't don't give energy to stuff you don't have control over, essentially. Love that. That's a good message. Uh, and the second question is, what had to end in your life, good or bad, that led you to where you are today? Ooh. What had to end in my life that led... Wow. Dude. Yes. Um, probably some bands that I truly love that I spent many years in that I needed to break up with the band Yeah. in order to, to move forward, even though it... it it was, you know, those were tough decisions. Yeah, yeah. You just knew you had to be somewhere else. Yeah, I just wanted different things. And to get there, I couldn't keep keep doing the same, I guess. Yeah. It's stuff. like leaving a relationship. It It's like leaving a relationship when no one's been shitty to the other person. Oh, yeah. Those are the toughest. It's really easy to leave if there's a cheater or cheating or a, yep. something where you'd be like fuck you you know what i mean like but when it's like i just want different things <laughs> like, like, it's just like a really tougher zone to do it helps if you shout it i think i might try that next time if i shout <laughs> yeah, it so it's like you're accusing someone of cheating <laughs> yes yeah exactly yeah that way you still get the anger in but it's right. just it's really nicer than that yeah, you're a great person, <laughs> but I need to leave you. <laughs> yeah, essentially, it's just that vibe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and the and the last uh question is tied into the show. So, if this was a genuine dystopia and uh you had your choice more so than it is now, and it, you yeah. had your choice of like government collapse or alien zombies, a comet heading toward the earth, climate change, whatever it is, you wake up and you know it's everybody's last day on earth. What would be your epic death? How would you want to go out? What? Yeah. John. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Wow. 
I think this is gonna sound like w- w- wickedly hippie of me, but I think I would just want to go out like jamming so hard. Nice, nice. <laughs> I think I would just want to go out making music. Like it's, I f- I feel so lucky I get to do it every day. I feel gross when I don't haven't made music in two days. Like sometimes the business side of music is just, you have to babysit that as well. And so I think like I'd be hanging out with, with my, with my family and just rocking out. man. Nice. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Love it. You know what I love? So we have an artist that draws everybody's final moment on the show. And that's the album of the thing. I yeah. kind of like all of yours combined where Lil Pumpkin. I'm sleeping. Is- is, yeah, he is dead sleeping. He's, he died the night before in his sleep. So you guys are going to have to drag his body to the top of the mountain while the nukes are coming down, and you're just going to be jamming out. like, I got out early, dude. This is not going to end well. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you guys have been fucking awesome. I'm so yeah, glad I got to talk to you. And this is so much yeah. fun. We, yes. And, and we're definitely going to hit you up when we come east. You got yes. to tell us where to go. So, oh, Absolutely. Nice. Vice versa, are you going to be in LA anytime soon? I'm hoping to come out to LA after the new year. I'm hoping like January, February when it gets because it's cold and dead here and I don't need to be here. So (laughs) I'm hoping to come out and escape in LA. Yeah, escape to LA. Escape to LA. LA. Yes. Dude, Evan, write it down. Escape to LA, the sequel. Wait, true story? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks so much, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much. Take care. Yeah. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Peace. Bye. It's Tokyo tonight.